Hello and welcome to the final episode of Society Owes Me, a Gen X podcast of the season. Hi, Hannah. Good evening, Lily. How are you? Uh, yeah, really good. And it um, feels weird, doesn't it? We've we've come to the end of our, our first yeah. season. We finally made it to X. Yeah, the baby's <laughs> grown up, sort of. <laughs> I know, and in and in troubled times too. I'm, yes, I'm but had it not been for these, had it not been for these times, there wouldn't be a podcast. So um, very possibly. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to um, take us through what we're doing today? Yeah. So, well, the premise of this pod has been to go A to X through our favorite films albums soundtracks tv shows and things um you know that were the sort of soundtrack to our our growing up and coming of age um (laughs) and we're ending it on a a mixtape aren't we we're compiling a mixtape so we're gonna try and choose our favorite track from each episode and um stick it on a spotify playlist yes the mixtape volume one Hopefully, yes. <laughs> there'll be other ones after this. That's the hope. That's the dream. Okay. Well, as you will recall, we started as people are wont to do with the alphabet at A. And it was a proper mixed bag, wasn't it? <laughs> you can remember back that far, Hannah. It really was, wasn't it? And, <laughs> yeah. yeah, in the beginning, I mean, we've been a little bit all over the place, haven't we? I suppose it's all been a bit of an experiment, but we did start off doing a kind of quiz format didn't we um and we took it in turns every week and it was a secret that we kept from each other so we kind of had to you know guess what the other was going to pick every time and we had a few clues and things and you started with a I had no idea what you were going to cover um no. and yeah there were some surprises some man did some I good some not that. good <laughs> That was a lot. So we had some acting baby and we had Alanis and we had the lovely um, Annie Lennox. But what I decided upon was from, yes, from Arrested Development, as you were about to say. And this is the one that I picked. Good joy. Mr. Wendell. Go ahead, man. I really wanted to give you a choice but then I realised Hannah I couldn't I had to put this one on there was no choice what, what had to be the other choice going to be <laughs> it was the other track <laughs> oh right okay because <laughs> then it was Alanis or you two then Arrested Development would have won hands down anyway oh dancing at my desk be strong serve God only it's so good it is I bloody love it um, reminds me of being 13 hanging out with my friends and before that like proper partying years you know it was a it was a it was an innocent time a more innocent time <laughs> oh yeah those were the days go and eat your body weight in chocolate and you know sweets and watch movies and you know have the best time ever and sleep over and stuff still doing that at 13 maybe i was a late bloomer i don't know but <laughs> well, of course i've got to add here i was only 11 at the time <laughs> oh but when you were 13, <laughs> you were doing that, right? Yeah, just any excuse, You weren't smoking and drinking, partying with boys. 
So, all right. Oh, so good. Love it. But now it's your turn. Uh, okay. Over to you, B. All right. So, B. Um, I'm trying to think what else I put on B. <laughs> I've got my chosen track, um, which is off Nirvana's Bleach, um, about a girl. It was Bleach. Yeah, it was Bleach, though. Did you? No, we had some others. We had some others. Um, Do you want to play Bleach? (laughs) I'll try and remember what else I included in the B episode. Well, uh, I'm playing about a girl. Yeah. Yes, please. Go. Babes in Toyland? Uh, no. I didn't. Uh, Killing we had done. But no, what else did I have? Oh, I had. Okay, similar. We had the Kill. Uh, the Beast Boys. <laughs> uh, Benfold 5 and Divine Men. Oh my god, yes, Benfold 5. How dare you not put on Benfold 5? <laughs> well, I'm sure there'll Never be other opportunities in the next season. But yeah, no, I had to, this is one of my favorite songs of all time. So it was a it was a no brainer. But I mean, it's a strong that B playlist is a strong playlist. Um, yeah. but, you know, I love this song. And I think I mentioned back in the B is for bangers uh, that this was one that my brother and I <laughs> used to record our own version of with um, with me playing drums on a hardback book. <laughs> no, my Sorry, brother playing drums I- on a hardback book. And me singing into like our portable karaoke machine. Uh, that will never see the light of day. <laughs> tell <laughs> me that it, it exists, though. Hannah, tell me it exists. <laughs> it does not. You know it does, don't you? <gasps> it does not exist. Dead oh, and does. buried. <laughs> it does. I'm going to have to contact your mother. I'm going to have to go over your head on this one. I bet Lolly's got asthma. <laughs> no, oh, yeah. uh, oh, I need to see it. I think the world needs to see it. Please <laughs> go away. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So Bleach. Uh, sorry about a girl off Bleach. Technically not a nineties song. Um, released in June nineteen eighty nine. But um, oh. but you didn't hear it till the nineties. Yeah, so true. I guess true. It's a few months shy. And and the album that it was on uh, wasn't released until until the nineties. So there you go. There you go. Then that's that's perfectly above board because. Um, yeah, because we had a bit of a, you know, a thing just looking at the tracks and, and deciding whether to use just solely 90s. And it just felt like it made sense because actually that takes us to C um, because, as you know, I love Jackson Brown's Somebody's Baby, which I knew you would <laughs> yes, not enjoy me playing. <laughs> um, and I thought, you know, C was for Cameron Crowe. It was actually for high school. But it ended up being kind of a Cameron Crowe um, podcast. And, yeah, that was great. Um, Life in the Fast Lane, the Eagles. I would love to have put that on because I know that uh, Cameron Crowe is a big fan of the Eagles and interviewed them back in the 70s. And Plus, I grew up on, on listening to the Eagles. My dad's a massive fan. So it was like, oh, yeah, I could do that. But wait, it just makes more sense to go with a 90s track even though it wasn't specifically, it was a high school. The episode was about high school. So instead I went with this. This is such a great track. I still love it. 
It's Coolio rolling with my homies. Coolio, Coolio. Nobody's Coolio. Oh, so good. <laughs> I've got to admit, I wasn't expecting you to pin this from all of them. <laughs> it was so hard to choose, it really was, but in the end, I choose my choice. Oh, you know what, though, actually? Probably Cool is better known for the uh, Dangerous Mind song, isn't he? How did that one go? There's a movie with Michelle Pfeiffer. Um, Dangerous Minds, you know, she goes in and I know the movie. I don't know the, kids. the Hood Kids, which is so like outrageously fucked. <laughs> but you know, yeah. back in the nineties, they made films like that. Yeah, don't you remember Gangsters remember. Paradise? Oh, That's Gangsters what it was. Paradise. Oh God, Christ! Of course, yeah, that was a big, big one. Yeah, yeah. So he's probably better known for that in the nineties. But anyway, it doesn't be this. It's, this is such a although try try and say that with a southern British accent rolling with my homies you just sound like a BBC newscaster it's not good you got to drop the G rolling yeah well even rolling with my homies what Adele gets away with it doesn't she rolling in the deep she's as southern as they get yeah, but she's hardly singing with her proper Cockney accent, though. I don't, I don't think she. It's like uh, Robbie Williams has that weird, like, the bloke is from Stoke, and yet whenever you hear him singing, he's got this ridiculously over the top American accent. Well, yeah, he's Sinatra, basically, isn't he? It's like way, yeah, it's way, way too much. Anyway, thanks, Coolio. Um, uh, right. I'm over to you. Okay, so for F. Um, Wait, we're we... still on D. Oh, are we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm ahead of myself. Right, okay. So, <laughs> D, we had, um, I really should have written this down. We had The Cure's Disintegration, which uh, my first yeah, choice but... would have been Pictures of You, but as we've discussed, it's uh, it's not quite 90s. Uh, what else the intro have... is super long, isn't it? The intro is like a minute and a half or something. Yeah, The Cure are pretty good for their... Uh, Uh, (laughs) indulgent indulgent intros um but yeah you can find that in d is sorry i'm uh, trying to figure out what else i had on there oh donnie darko again not quite 90s well donnie darko very 90s the soundtrack pretty much exclusively 80s um so i will spare you any more ongo ongo boingo Uh, we had dead poet society which didn't have too much of a soundtrack um And Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> Found a lot in the D. But oh. I have settled on a Bohemian Like You by the Dandy Warhols. Yay! Yeah, I wouldn't have known this track from the intro. Well, now I do, but... So good. Oh, I had big, big love for the Landy Warhols. Uh, and I guess probably the late 90s, aren't we talking now? Uh, mid to late 90s. Um, and I played this album to death. Um, and then was really disappointed when I was right at the front, like super early. They were first on the bill at Reading 98, maybe? 96, 98? I can't remember. Uh, but they were playing about four o'clock. Um, 
and I was super excited and it was such a disappointing gig there was, there was just like no in-between song banter there was no rapport with the crowd and thing Courtney Taylor Taylor bless him just looked like he didn't want to be there and I kind of wished I was at home just listening to it on my CD player <laughs> um, but it's still a shame Courtney Taylor Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, Taylor best name ever what's his real name again? Courtney Taylor Oh, Taylor. That is his name. He changed it by Deepol, I think. Hmm. It's a good tune. It's a good tune. I agree. And, um, yeah, yeah, so very, very, very late 90s. Yeah. Got that vibe. And uh, I'd urge you to go back and listen to um, New Age Girl by the Rock Angels, which is on the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack, which is um, uh, very, very similar in kind of spirit and subject matter to this song um and reminds me of a lot of people in our hometown of hove <laughs> ah well, yeah i meant to tell you i was reading the children an enid blyton story okay at bedtime and what should pop up can you actually even believe this that, that the the investigative team that the story was about were off to marlow and i thought Jesus Christ, this place is following me around. I've never been there. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have been able to pick it out on a map until we started this podcast. And that was even in the children's bedtime stories. What's going on? I thought you were going to say that they got into a spot of bother and uh, the the, the detective inspector was called D.I. Courtney Taylor Taylor. (laughs) No, but when I write my best-selling children's book, I'm going to include that. Thanks, Anna. Right, I'm sure Marla will pop up again, but um, for now, let us move along. Courtney Taylor Taylor, just pipe down for a sec. Okay, so the next uh, letter was E, and um, I've completely forgotten what E stood for. Oh, I haven't, I haven't, so I know exactly what the choice is here, because it was three songs, wasn't it? We managed to spend about 50 minutes talking about three songs, because it was E is for Legends. Oh, thank you. Yeah, there were your three songs. Great songs. Oh, yeah. No, I remember now. They were E's because they all started with E. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This was tough. This was really hard because um, I really, really wanted to put the Metallica track into Sandman on Mm -hmm. because it is wicked. I just love it. Um, But um, there's more kind of, you know, uh, more of a history with Faith No More and the track Epic of which hopefully I've got tickets to see them at Brixton Academy one day. Has it been um, rescheduled? It has, but <sighs> I don't know. it's not looking, it's not really looking COVID positive, is it? Oh, so that, that was a very bad joke that I didn't even <laughs> make. I'm so sorry. I'm absolutely really not making light of it. Um, I did not mean that at all. Oh dear. Okay. I'm just going to put F on. on. Shut up. <laughs> Oh my god, so you changed this over even though. I had to. What an intro. Alright, I'm allowed to put this in because even though the album came out in 89. They didn't release it till the 90s, I'm fairly sure. But also, Jane and I knew about it because Jane had Video Cresson, which was all the videos of Faith No More thus far. 
it must have been about 92 or something. Anyway, we became completely obsessed with them. And Jane hopefully is coming to see them with me when that may or may not happen, hopefully. Everything anyway. crossed. Yeah, here we go. This is the best bit. Oh, it's so good. I am kind of relieved that you're not, uh, that you didn't choose Enter Sandman because I was listening to um, your favorite band sucks <laughs> again yesterday, the Metallica episode. I think they did two episodes on Metallica because that's how much they think they suck. Um, and as much as I like Metallica, <laughs> they, they've got some really good points. <laughs> to be but, fair, though, and I love that podcast as well, although it does put me in a very negative mindset afterwards, <laughs> which I. I need to not listen to it before we do a podcast or I yeah, get quite exactly. aggressive. But um, if you really thought about it and you could slag off any band, if it was your job to do it. Which they do and I mean, they do very well. Well, speaking, I mean, speaking about that kind of thing, like just lately with the Pearl Jam tribute band situation and how they're apparently, you know, issuing cease and desists to Pearl Jam Pearl Jam with two M's, is that right? Yeah, that's right. The UK Tribute Act. So, you know, despite them being our absolute fave, fave, fave band, that's a bit shit. <laughs> yeah, well, we might touch on that a little bit, actually, or in a, a related issue with the next letter, actually, with regards to the yes. uh, whole. <laughs> yes. Okay. Hang on. Sorry, Mike. Oh, such a good track. Okay. Do you, shall I just play it, or do you want to? Uh, oh, what did we settle on for H? Sorry, so I sent you my list of no, I had still on F, Hannah. Oh, you're jumping I'm ahead of myself again. <laughs> oh dear. No, you are in a hurry. Sorry, we've got a big plan tonight. <laughs> you're heading out. Right. Okay. So we had uh, Fresh Prince. So the Fresh Prince songs I had were. Do you remember the Neil Young and Jimmy Fallon cover? It's an acoustic version of the Fresh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme tune. No. It's covered by Jimmy Fallon pretending to be Neil Young. Do you not remember it? Go back and listen to it. It's so good. It's not the one I've picked, but I just wanted to mention it again because it's so good. <laughs> anyway, uh, we talked about Fresh Prince. We talked about Faulty Towers. Again, not 90s, but I think any kid that grew up in the 80s and 90s in the UK is familiar with Faulty Towers and should have a very soft spot for it. Um, uh, we talked about Friends. And the Foo Fighters. Went with the Rembrandts. Because <laughs> I know you love that tune. <laughs> Rembrandts, particular ones. <laughs> Get yeah. all confused. Uh, right. Um, so I went with the Foo Fighters, and specifically, Yay. this is a call. Yay! Here it comes. And they've just released some new material, haven't they? Last week? Yes. I haven't listened to it yet. It's called Shame Shame. Yeah, okay, we need to check it out. Oh, I love the Foo Fighters. Sorry, Foo Fighters. Okay. So yeah, off the uh, off the first album, you prefer the colour and the shape, don't you? But this is the one that um, I do. that I think I listen to the most. Um, still love it. 
this is great too. I mean, it's hard. I don't know. You know, they don't. They tend to put out stuff that sounds like Foo Fighters. So if you like Foo Fighters, then you'll like their albums. <laughs> yeah. Like as simple as that. Do you know what I mean? They're like no, look at Pearl Jam. You know, Ligaton was a real departure. And you yes, can kind of fair. expect something new now. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. The foods just bring it in the Foo Fighter style, and you know, you can't can't be sad about that. It is no, what it is. Can't argue with that. Dishes up some more. Oh, it is good. All right. Did you want to speak more on? No, no, we've got a lot to get through. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we could have got this mixtape on uh, on two sides of a TDK ninety minute. No, <laughs> we're going to play them all in their entirety. So let's crack <laughs> on. So you had G for jazz. It was <laughs> G for acid jazz. Yeah, uh, I'm not trying to be difficult when it comes to this because there was logic behind it. Sometimes I can't remember what it was. <laughs> Uh, and you picked Galliano, I think. Well, yeah, see, I would probably say, you know, Back to Love, Brand New Heavies is one of my favourite tracks. Every time I hear it, it just makes me, just takes me back and went to see the Brand New Heavies um, at the event in Brighton um, sometime, I think, the end of 94. Okay. I tried to find it on set list, but it's not on there. But we definitely were there because they were uh, ably supported by... Um, Jeff and <laughs> the camel. Stone and, no, they were um, ably supported by um, Urban Species. Oh, okay. They're um, supposed to be of, playing this year as well, I think. Or was it last year? Um, yeah, they're supposed to be playing locally sometime. Who? Galliano? No, the Brandy Heavies. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. They're in another incarnation kind of thing. So I love Back to Love, uh, but I think being the G-Pod... Um, I had to go with Galliano in the end. See, I thought and... that was a beverage. <laughs> you introduced me to Galliano. <laughs> this was not my bag at all. Everybody Together is a brilliant track, and I really wanted to do that too, but in the end I had to go with Earth Boots. Sitting comfortably? Well, then I'll begin. This is the tale of the lost Earth Boot. If you could only get your Earth Boots on, hey, hey, hey. Go put your earth boots on, hey, hey, hey. Go put your earth boots on, see. Your mama said, put your earth boots on. Excuse me, I can help her over here. The music's kind of loud, but I could read you anyway. So, so opinionated. Now the sand you say you hate it. You know about the runnings and the truth. You won't state it. I say that we ain't hardcore. Oh, it's so good. So, it's from A Joyful no- Noise Unto the Creator. And if you don't know it, just go and listen to it. It's brilliant. You surprised me. I thought you were going to go for Jamiroquai. Nah. <laughs> this was far more, I don't know, this was really like our jam at the time. See, I think this is where we uh, we definitely diverge here. This was not my thing. I don't think it ever will be. It reminds me of the girls back in the day and uh, they know who they are. All right. Let's go to H. 
Right, got- right. Anna. I was going to stick, skip straight to Jay. I don't know what's wrong with me tonight. Stop it. Right. <laughs> H was Hole and Hatfield, as in yeah. Juliana, or Juliana as you call her, which I'm sure is correct, but I grew up Juliana. talking about her as, as Juliana, so she forever will be that for me. Um, uh, yeah, well, I, I, I struggled with this one. So I've got Doll Parts versus My Sister, so I'm going to let you choose. Well, I think um, Doll Parts may have came, it came up someplace else, so didn't it? I it, think. it did, it came up in J. So maybe we go with my sister. Okay. You can't Great. have a 90s playlist without the Juliana Hatfield 3 or the Juliana Hatfield 3, whatever <laughs> takes you fancy. <laughs> being massively into my so-called life um, which I cannot believe actually that we've not um we've not discussed yet in this series there's so much stuff um you know that you realize we've practically started this podcast so that we could do my so-called life and, and we still haven't right. and yeah I mean that's where our name comes from doesn't it reality bites and we haven't done that yet although actually to be fair we did and it was one of our one of our podcasts that you know went to podcast heaven accidentally <laughs> Along with oh my god, and also stick this on our spidergram. So Juliana was obviously in the Lemonheads, which is also shameful that we haven't had any Lemonheads tracks, and I want to just make sure that we definitely take care of that next time. But anyway, and then Lemonheads obviously singer Evan Dando, and Evan Dando is in the end of Reality Bites. Ta-da! So many collections, so many. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah it, it reminds me of uh, my friend Anna as well we used to love this together um oh just so many good memories brilliant I could listen to this forever <laughs> and it was sadly we're not able to <laughs> it's one of those songs with a swear word in as well which was like really rebellious to listen to loud on the uh, on the mini system in your bedroom <laughs> All right, I, I'm really, um, at the beginning I was going to make you choose between Fugazi's Repeater and The Smith's This Charming Man, knowing that you picked Fugazi, <laughs> but then I was like, not 90s. So then that made the list heck of a lot easier, but I discounted Elastica because basically they've thieved all of their music from other people, which is what the iPod is about. Yeah, indie rock. I couldn't remember what you put on there, but okay, it's all coming back. Right. There's yeah, there's there's standing on the shoulders of giants and then they're just going through their pockets and fucking stealing all their money. Do you know what I mean? And I think sorry, Justine, but you've you've blatantly robbed several big leaguers <laughs> blind. So that left me with no other choice but this uh classic nineties and um, and the first uh, music of blurs that I ever heard. Um, okay. It's their first single, I believe. There's no other way. And it reminds me of Football Club and The Crouch. And I think it was Kerry's 13th birthday. Or it might have been Beth's. I can't remember. But anyway, dancing to this and being like, oh, my God, we are out and it's night. And just being excited about that. So. Actually, it's really good. I like it a lot more than I like the other stuff. (laughs) 
I was not a Blur fan, you know, it was always that, but Blur versus Oasis thing, you couldn't like both, and um, for me it was Oasis, and I know you cannot stand them, and I totally get why, <laughs> but that's the way it was, and I love Shed 7 too, and I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Actually, I'm glad to be chosen this as well because uh, is this the first British song that we've actually played? Oh no, where's Galliano from? Yep, Galliano is from. Well, I guess that's another thing that we should mention. We've kind of ended up getting stuck in, you know, with no regrets, but we have ended up getting stuck into a bit of a sort of Seattle, grungy uh, rabbit hole going very, very um, American midway through. Sorry, Janet. I'm not sure we can hear that well from me because the music was on and you were talking okay. my track. <laughs> I'm not sure we could hear what you were saying. All right, you, you carry on with Blair. That well. He's done now. Fine. <laughs> Only I play a British track and no one can hear it. <laughs> no, um, I don't, I, I'm not sure, but I think you what, what you were saying is that we um, also want to pledge to play more British music. That's right, well. in the music commentary podcast where we, where we can comment over the music. <laughs> See, wait, wait till we get to Jay. <laughs> I was going to tell you something really interesting about the Crouch as well. Go on then, go on. <laughs> which, which is where the football club was. It was the home of the Seaford Seagulls football team. The Seaford football team is called the Seagulls as well, as well as Brighton. Seaford Seagulls, yeah. Well, they're not technically, are they? They're Brighton and Hove Albion. Yeah, but everyone they just stole seagulls. seagulls. Did they from... steal it from Seaford? Is that true? You made it up. Oh, well, suddenly... I don't know, but there's lots of seagulls everywhere along this suddenly coast. You're Do you know all what about I mean? Seaford. <laughs> going Defending back in... their football team. I have no in idea. The memory, in the memory palace, then, you know. It features Seaford Seagulls. You know, sometimes we had to walk around the pitch on a Saturday to get into town because the Seagulls were playing. But it's a very local team. So anyway, uh, right. So Jay. Jay. Um, back, Hannah. What was Jay? Jay was for that uh, not very 1990s film, Juno, but it did have several 90s tracks. Oh, yeah on it <laughs> and it had a very 90s vibe and it's a fab film and it's a fab soundtrack um oh, yeah. yeah and that's the current topic isn't it um what do you mean the actress oh actor has just been making the news um as well i don't know because she's um she's now transgendered but she's not what was it? I'm getting myself confused now. She's uh, non-binary. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. But I, so Ellen Page is now a, Elliot. I can't remember what they go by. Oh yeah, okay, Elliot. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a few weeks ago now, wasn't it? Um, but it's non non-binary. We're talking they. Yeah, the same right. as yeah, yeah, and pronouns. Yeah, fairly recently. Uh, uh, we are you a fan of um, K as they are now? Uh, was uh, Kate um, uh, what's her surname Kate Tempest oh no I didn't know that I hadn't heard that yeah so Kate really? Tempest is now uh, I don't know it's K or Kai K, I think K K-E oh. they go by now yeah oh yeah. my gosh from Brighton Dome a couple of years ago really yeah no I was literally about to say that yeah they, um, yeah. they were the, they, the yeah 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 
Yeah, last year, year before, I can't remember. I think it was. I think it was further back than that. Actually, I think it was a good few. Anyway, so, so yeah, what, um, Elliot Page or Ellen, as they were before, um, had a very big part in um, in sort of creating, helping to create the soundtrack for the Juno um, movie, mm-hmm. um, and it was them that chose. Um, oh God, what was it? Was it Diablo Cody, the director? Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, suggested to Diablo to Diablo Cody that um, they check out Kimmy Dawson and the Moldy Peaches. So the song that uh, I was kind of I, I don't know if you've chosen the other one, <laughs> but I was torn between Loose Lips, which is Kimmy Dawson, um, and Doll Parts by a Hole. And Doll Parts isn't technically on the release soundtrack, but it is played in the film um, by. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Ellen Page because at the time they were Ellen Page, and um, oh, what's his name? Jason, what's his face? Um, oh, the guy from Arrested Development. Yeah, him. Yeah, um, Michael Sarah. No, no, Michael Sarah is the young guy that she ends up with. Um, oh, Jason sorry. Bateman. Jason Bateman. Oh right, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, they're both in it. Dad. Yeah, they're both in it. Yeah, but the but Jason's the older guy. He's I think he's called Mike or Matt. I can't remember in the film now, but anyway, so yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah they're kind of like jamming along. Family ties, yeah, that's right. she? with uh, Michael J. Fox. Oh, All right, on, who was? Anyway, Jason so, Bateman, sister Justine Bateman, played Mallory in Family Ties, which I think was how Michael J. Fox became famous. Oh, okay, I did not know that. Oh, that was a really good show. No. <laughs> All right, should we play the fabulous? What did you choose? I gave you the choice. Like, yeah. I can't have a 90s playlist with no hole on it. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, you know, you know how much I love Courtney Love, but she's disappointed me a little bit this week. And there seems to be a bit of a, yeah, a bit, 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 bit of a trend for big artists going after the little man this month well apparently coronavirus has hit them in the pocket <laughs> yeah so yeah there is a uh, uh, or there was i should say a, a fan page on instagram um whole lot courtney uh, that is no more because they allegedly have got into trouble with courtney love's legal team over some merch being sold on Redbubble. um yeah it's harsh it's poor that, girl 17 that. and absolutely heartbroken yeah, I mean, can you imagine? Like, I'm, I'm a heartbroken for her at, at 40, but if that had been me at 17, my world would just be smashed to bits. Um, She's having yeah, a really sale for her. Did you yeah, see that? No, I, I, I saw her announce it, yeah. I haven't seen what's on there. Um, um, I don't, has, she, has she actually put it up? Because uh, she was, anyway, on Instagram, if anyone's desperate to get hold of her. She's she's not going to sell her, um, her whole um, hair clip. She's keeping hold of that and everything else. Oh, do you know what? That's the only thing that I probably would buy because I had one of those whole hair clips from the oh, fan club. Um, yeah, and it came in like just, you know, a normal envelope handwritten from whoever ran the fan club. Um, I'm sure it wasn't Courtney herself. No, I'm yeah, sure it wasn't. God knows what happened to it. But yeah, it was a big, it was a gl- pink glittery thing with a big glittery uh, star on it. Oh, it. mate. Gutted. I feel bad for you about that. Gutted. But yeah, you know, on a, on a similar note, um, so, so Mike D at the Beastie Boys, uh, so relevant, you know, we had 
Beasties on our B playlist and um, very 90s and very, very great. Uh, In contrast, so Mike D, sadly, his mum died recently. uh, And I saw he put a thing on Insta um, saying... um, you know, basically, like like the Beatles, they didn't really go in for any of the awards and all the gold discs and stuff. Always found them a little bit embarrassing. Didn't really know what to do with them. Didn't want to put them on their walls and stuff. Um, so he used to give all his stuff to his mum. So he had like an MTV uh, music award for I don't know best video for I can't remember what sabotage or something. Some gold discs and all these things. Um, so he'd obviously been clearing his mum's house out and. Um, yeah, didn't know what to do with his stuff, so he's auctioning it all off. And um, it was a really sweet post on Instagram, sort of saying, "I'm feel a bit awkward about this. Um, you know, it doesn't feel quite right, but at the same time, it, it, it would feel wrong not giving you guys the the heads up." You know, and he said, "You know, it's quite pricey, but all of it was going to all the proceeds were going to go to charity. I think it was like a, oh, a, a charity, like a charity for like New York uh, street kids or something." Um, yeah, and you know, flogging all of his. All of his old awards. Nice. No. What a dude. A nice story coming from the old nineties folk. <laughs> yeah. So he's obviously done a bit, I don't know, not, not not feeling as hard up as Courtney. Yeah. Courtney. Courtney, Courtney, Courtney. Maybe that's what she'll change her name to to rival the Dandy Worldsman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? I've lost track. Yes. Kay. Oh, this was hard because there's Lenny Kravitz and I love the Mama Said album. That was tough to not pick one of those. But um, in the end, I went with like this whole album (laughs) reminds me of um, when uh, Jane and I went on holiday to Tenerife with with our friend Claire and her parents. And so I think we're about 15 and Claire had a ghetto blaster and we were listening to this album. This is so... This is so outrageous. We listened to this album by the pool on her ghetto blaster with all the other people around the pool. I don't know what we're thinking. I'm still not um, sure what you're going to say. I can't remember what. I've just I'm got craft work in I know it's but not craft work. <laughs> it's not craft work. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Everyone was really polite and no one told them to shut up. Oh my God. Which they should have. 100%. Oh, it's good though. Maybe they maybe they were all enjoying rage as much as us. <laughs> oh god, did, did you get that meme I sent you the other day? It's Zach Della Rocha. Uh, it's 1990s, Zach Della Rocha basically singing Fuck You, I won't do what you tell me. Juxtaposed with 2020 uh, and a young woman saying, <laughs> Fuck you, do what they tell you. And it's perfect. <laughs> it just sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is peak rage against the machine for me. I'm remembering um, when we discussed this in the K episode. You also told me about a time. I don't think it was this song though. Oh, it was it. Um, was it Project Smack My Bitch Up? The, your charity shop story. Yes. Into a charity shop. And yeah. Playing Smack My Bitch Up really loud. Was it you Ooh, that had to Prodigy them? on the list as well? We're going to do the Prodigy definitely next season. Oh, there's so much stuff. Pulp. Uh, I would really love to discuss. Yeah. Lemonhead. You've mentioned Manic. I think I'm going to have to subject you to because they are one of my yeah, favorite yeah. bands in yeah. the world. REM. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and drugstore. <gasps> Counting crows, which we didn't do, which is shame. Well, we did. We had August and everything after in the A pod. Well. A bit. 
but I'm happy to talk about Counting Crows again. Have you seen um, uh, Adam Juritz on Instagram? Basically, he has like a cookery channel yes. on Instagram. It's really cute. I showed my husband the picture of him and he didn't believe me that it was Adam Juritz. <laughs> I know. It's incredible. It's like, yep, Just- he went out with Jennifer Aniston <laughs> and Courtney Cox. Do you know he looks he looks a bit like somebody who's wearing like a latex mask? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. He's got some health problems, <laughs> he? Which I, I think that one of the side effects. Oh man, don't tell me that. No, I, yeah. I yeah. He yeah. seems like a really no cool dude. He was making some scrambled eggs the other day using some um Gordon Ramsay recipe, like with creme fraiche or something. And I I need to try it out, it looks really good. Mm, Gordon, not my favourite export, but they can keep him. I mean, didn't he come back though? Isn't he in Cornwall right now? I, I, I think they're all resident. in all in Cornwall, aren't they? Rick Stein and yeah, I don't know. Oh, at least Rick Stein bloody lives there. Do you know what I mean? Well, does he really though? Bloody Gordon was living next door to the Beckhams in LA, I think, or something like that. Yeah, shouty, shouty man. He just had another baby as well. Like, how old is he? He's quite old. Anyway, Ooh, moving on. Judgy. L. I don't like L. him. He's not very nice. He's horrible. Not why he is. He is. Uh, but his creme fraiche scrambled eggs looked really good. Um, <laughs> right, where are we? I don't know my alphabet, clearly. Um, what did you just do? Mm-hmm. K. Just no. K, L. Uh, oh, yes. So we had Luscious Jackson versus L7. And I think I know what you're going to go for. But my top two <laughs> were Naked Eye and Pretend We're Dead. Oh, you know what I'm going to say. If only for their performance on the word. Which is great. I mean, I love them both. So that's why I chose them. But yeah, very happy to go with Pretend We're Dead. Go for it. All right, yay. Is it me or is this playlist upbeat AF? It is so good. And you don't get more punk than L7, do you? <laughs> they are some got, bad things. Yeah, you put Babe in Toyland in my head now. And uh, yeah, I've got to cover them in the next episode, in the next series as well, I reckon. I interviewed them uh, once by post, uh, not not L7, but those in Toyland. Dug out my fanzines. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. They Why have we not had any of your fanzines on our Instagram? No, no. That needs to happen. Yeah, I'll dig them out. <laughs> See, we haven't even scratched the surface for this A to Z. I think we go through the alphabet no. to infinity. <laughs> Beyond. <laughs> Oh, I need to get out and hang out with adults again. <laughs> talking like my children. I know it feels good to curse. <laughs> Although they did walk in on me when I was listening to uh, that podcast that we've already mentioned. It's like, Mummy, why, why are they using lots of naughty words? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Let's put like on again. Sailor. Yeah. All right. Fantastic. Love L7. Have you checked out the um, uh, the documentary yet? I think I mentioned it on the L pod, and I can't remember what it's called now, but there is an L7 documentary that's brilliant. Check it out. No, I haven't. I will definitely. Yeah, you can find it on Netflix, or maybe it was Amazon. I can't remember. But yeah, it's good. Right. I bet I bet you can guess what the next one is for M. Uh, um, Do you want um, a clue? 
I have a lovely something grungy. Oh! <laughs> I have to start it because you know how the intro is like the longest thing ever. Yeah, you're you're talking about your Shangri-La from Jungle Up Houseplants, aren't aren't you? Yes. <laughs> Anyone that oh, you might yeah, know. <laughs> so good. I just like to say this is Mother Love Bone and not our intro, although I wish so it was our intro. And we do not own it. Please don't sue us. Oh, doesn't it feel right that it should be uh, starting the podcast though? Yeah. Mother Love Bone. Great choice. Doesn't love Landry. Also, I've, I was a bit torn though. Capcom Sisters also an amazing track. There's a there's a solo on it, and it just sounds exactly like Mike McCready, which is so bizarre. Mm. Which obviously, I have, have another listen. It's in the car at the moment. Oh, it's so good. I better stop moshing or I'll put my back out. Yeah, I'm head banging at my kitchen table <laughs> and I've just hurt my neck. I feel yeah. like my Myers in Wayne's world now. <laughs> yeah, kids, you know, we're not teens anymore. Oh. You've got to warm up before you start shaking their head and whatnot. I better turn it off before we do ourselves a, a mischief. <laughs> oh, thanks for that. Needed that. Brilliant. Right. Over to you. Oh, Anne. my God. Well, I mean, how nicely does this flow? I gave you a choice here, but of course, N was N for Nirvana. Never mind. Yeah. And I mean, I could have picked any track really off the album because it's a proper yeah, you cracker. You know, I love that album to death. But um, had Teen Spirit of Versus in Blue. What did you go for? Well, this was, uh, I put them both on and then I noticed that um, I have favorited Smells Like Teen Spirit. So it seemed organic at that point that it's got to be the old tasty classic. Oh God, but I really need to headbang again. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you got in Europe then, handy. Oh, so good. Oh, the next one. Sorry. Let's just skip ahead. I'll live in the moment. <laughs> yes. I mean, I mean, what can you say about this? Oh, to be 13 again. 15 in my case. <laughs> no, that's not true. 11. Why did it take you so long to happen, boss? <laughs> He's basically the gone. Dirty but... Oh God! I'll never forget the night I was I was I was eating spaghetti bolognese TV TV dinner. So I was with my parents with the sofa pulled away from the wall in the living room because um, it was still cold. God, it was April, but we were sitting around the fire. Bloody hell! It must have been a really cold April. Um, but we used to, so we had a, a log fire and we'd pull out the the sofa to be close to it and we we're watching the news. It must have been like the nine o'clock news and I was eating spaghetti bolognese and they announced that Kirk Bane had died and oh my god I cried into my dinner 
just lowered the tone, just brought it down. I'm, I'm like you now, turned it into the dead rock star podcast. We've we got Don't this far without mind. talking about dead rock stars. Cheeky um, cow. <laughs> I, I don't um, remember where I was or anything. I don't think I cried, but I remember that Jane wrote on my pencil box. Um, she'd already put Rivers Dead. Or maybe I wrote Rivers Dead. Anyway, and then she added to it Kurt Cobain, John Candy, and the story continues. Dot, dot, dot. Oh. I still have that pencil box, and I think I might take a picture and put it on Instagram. Yeah. It seemed incredibly uh, deep and. It what's was a big year. Heroes, man. Yeah. Well, for me as well, it was a big year for death. Yeah. Well, yeah, and or also, well, so this won't mean a lot to you, but Richie Edwards of the Manic Street Preachers also went missing that year. No, I remember it. It was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was a big thing for me as well. Uh, Properly into the Manic at that stage. Still with Manic. Yeah, yeah. You know, like when they're just not my bag. Yeah. Yeah, like me and Gally. I mean, when I hear it, I'm like, no, oh, good, you know. I can I'm get gonna, on board and everything. I'm going to make you listen to Generation <laughs> Terror. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, falling out with my dad big time as well, because then he, you know, thought it was really funny to crack jokes about Kurt Cocaine. It was like, it wasn't cocaine, it was heroin. Get your drugs right. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, big things, big things when you're 13. Absolutely. Uh, uh, right, and uh, over to you again. Yeah, um, I think um, this one is also a bit of a crowd pleaser because, you know, I think people still do it. It, it just it just is. I'm just going to put it. I can't explain. <laughs> I'm just going to do it. I couldn't remember. What was the O episode? What was the title? <laughs> One hit wonders. One hit wonders, of course. Oh my god, you didn't go for vanilla this ice. Vanilla ice. <laughs> I didn't think you would appreciate Although we did have such a good laugh recording that. Yeah, I'm just laughing. I would have. Yeah. No, you should have given me the choice. I would have so put vanilla ice on this. What's his name? Dick Van Dyke. No, what is he? Something Van Dyke. Robbie Van Winkle. Robbie Van Winkle. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, but I can't tell you. We used to dance to this in the pub. It's a, it's a part of my personal history. They blazed the trail for Marshall Mathers at all. I would jump around, but, you know, my back and everything. <laughs> I want to give it a miss. And then we move on to P is for Pearl Jam, the 10 album. Yay! We were obviously, you know, obsessed with. Um, this was a really tricky one. So I know you put down your choice. I, I know just, you're not going to go for my choice. Well, I had two well, choices, but I know. I feel like everybody apart from me would go for your choice. So I think I have to defer. Although... It does kind of bring down the vibe a little bit, but everyone loves this track. It's not like I don't like it. I just love Even Blow so much. But, you know, it is what it is. Oh, my God. So what? You're going to go black? I think we have to. Oh, Everyone I, I know. I totally thought you were going to go with Even Blow. In fact, that's why I thought you'd picked um, um, 
Uh, oh bloody hell! What did you pick for um for epic? Epic. Um, epic. epic well, I knew yeah. we were going to get some hell jam. I mean, you know. Yeah, yeah, it can be a lot of hell jam. Okay, At least when this comes on, you know, anyone listening can go and get a drink or go to the loo or something. Oh my <laughs> God, you're so rude. Wash your mouth out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a, bit of a chill out. the day where people didn't have uh, eye, uh, ear pods and whatnot. Oh God. She could just take it with my eye now. Know. <laughs> I might have to make you stop it actually because I'm a bit hormonal and this is gonna make me cry. God, I oh love this song so much. All I right. love this song so much. I would have been very happy with even play as well, but oh, I just think this is beautiful. All right, we can we can move on. No, it's fine. Let's just do it. No, we need to turn it off. Or Hannah's gonna cry. Um, <laughs> I'll cry if you do Q. turn it off as well. Q was for Christmas. Oh, oh God, we're not gonna listen to Christmas songs, are we? Well, I know it's a bit it's a bit random, isn't it? But yeah. I mean, and I would dearly love to put Dick in a Box just because it's funny, <laughs> but it isn't 90s. And even though they did dress and they were a joke of the 90s male band ilk, uh, you know, I mean, for me, I would pick Fairytale of New York because it's the Pogues and okay. it was the first album I ever owned. And cool. in tribute to good old Kirsty McCall, who is no longer with us, thanks to um, <clears throat> some, was it supermarket chain Mexican dude? Uh, yeah, it was. Harsh. It was way harsh. We just have a few bars and we can move on, you know. It's not Christmas anymore. No, and I'd completely forgotten that we did this episode, so I didn't have a choice. But uh, <laughs> I'm very happy with this choice. Was that memorable, I had? <laughs> I really enjoyed that episode, actually. I love Christmas music. Christmas music. And we got presents. Yeah, I mean... Classic, but <laughs> whoa, you're moving on already. Shit, what we got 24 letters, 23. You can't count either, don't know my alphabet, can't count. Um, all right, next was oh, red hot chili peppers, blood sugar sex magic. Now, I picked two because it's just they're the natural choices give it away or under the bridge is it the one about Anthony's dick (laughs) well I think they're all exactly Um, actually funnily enough though I was thinking about this I was listening to the album again and um, I was particular attention to Psycho Sexy which is it's really annoying because instrumentally it's amazing they're like it's like peak chili peppers you know but the lyrics can only be described as a, a one-hander by Tony Flo, if you know what I mean. Um, I mean, he rhymes beaver with fever. Yeah, I mean, his lyrics are not his strong point at all, <laughs> generally. <laughs> not just on that song. Was he thinking what rhymes with beaver, or was it the other way around? Um, I'm thinking yes. And the yeah. other one that stands out in my mind, um, automobile rhymed with copper feel. <laughs> Yeah, I'm um, feeling like he's not going to win the Pulitzer for um, for lyrics anytime soon. Or uh, what are they called? The Noel Coward Award? (laughs) Oh, so you've not gone with Under the Bridge. Listen, no, I was going to say give it away. That's my personal favourite, but I know that Under the Bridge is yours. And 
to be honest, I would feel like Under the Bridge would be the most popular choice. So I went with that, and here it is. Another Debbie Downer for our playlist, but that's okay. I did put this on every mixtape that I made in the 90s. I did too. I'm not going to lie. I did too. Love it so much. It's just so like, it's a standout in the album because it's kind of sensitive. Well, Lovely Man also shows a bit of heart and not another part of Anthony's anatomy, but... It's gorgeous. I've really tried to get the kids into this because, as you know, like my boys love the Red Hot Chili Peppers, but specifically Californication, which is not the most appropriate song for your kids to be into. Yeah. Well, you can't get them into this album, Hannah. Jesus. Well, no, but this song would be fine. There's no swears or penai on this song that I know of. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh. Anyway, yeah, it's fab. It's a beaut. Gorgeous. It's in. Okay. All right, next one. Yeah, you put one word. I would have put one word. S is for singles, and this was a foregone conclusion. There's just, there's nothing else it could have been. No. It's just, it is what it is. We lost our minds when, when they played this when we saw them in Rome. And I refuse to apologize. For having another Pearl Jam track. The best one, whatever. No. So good. Whenever I feel a little bit down, I stick this on. And it never fails to cheer me up. Yeah. Do you know what I, I really miss? <laughs> I, what I really miss about um, well, there's a lot of things that I miss about the kids being at school, um, but that normality. Them off at school and then putting this on and cranking it up super loud, not having to worry about bursting anyone's eardrums apart from my own, <laughs> and oh, love it, love it on repeat for. 10-minute drive. Brilliant. Yeah, it's just... It's an instant mood lifter. Love it, love it, love it. All right. We're running out of time, I know. Um, so, T was um, No Doubt's Tragic Kingdom, which is another total 90s favourite album for me. And um, I don't know um, if most people would choose Don't Speak. I feel like most people feel like the ears are going to fall off if they have to hear that one more time. What do you think? Uh, I love Don't Speak. It's great. Um, but, yeah, it's not my top favorite this it? one. Is that what you've chosen, Don't Speak? Well, no. I was thinking Spiderwebs. Oh, good choice. I thought you were going to go for Just a Girl. But, yeah. I mean, you, you, could, you could have picked any song off the album. I mean, maybe not any song. But there are no. some really, really <laughs> strong songs on Tragic Kingdom. Uh, okay. There are. Oh. I think Spiderwebs, well, because honestly, I do think it's one of the best tracks, but also that I got to tell the story of the teenage Seaford stalker on this episode, <laughs> which is literally one of my dine out stories. It didn't even happen to me, but it's so good and it's so funny. No spoilers. Uh, I, if you want to listen, go to Seaford <laughs> Tragic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. It's a good story. <laughs> 
Thoughts are good. It was brilliant revisiting this album, actually. I haven't listened to it in a really long time. And revisiting 90s fashion, Gwen's crop top oh, yes. and crazy yes. hair and pantaloons buffalo trainers. Did you wear buffalo trainers? I, I don't know, but I feel like you probably did. <laughs> they were like brothel creepers with um, with a stacked uh, sole. Oh, yeah, and they rolled up jeans. And two-tone, like, saddle shoes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely loved, loved her style and her um, kind of 40s hairdos and just everything. She's amazing. Anyway, love you, Gwen, but i got to switch you off. Because then we moved on to you, which was Use Your Illusion 1 and 2. <laughs> which is such a funny thing for us to do, actually. It was kind of amusing. But yeah. it reminded me that Guns N' Roses have many, many a good track. And uh, whilst Axel can sometimes, <clears throat> I don't know, be the spectacle, there's, there's some really good stuff here. I do. They didn't uh, have to put, you know, some of them on twice on the same album or same double, double album, double. But, no, but I mean, imagine if one of our favourite bands had done that at the time, we would have been wetting ourselves. So I no, Smashing Pumpkins did do that a little bit later on, and that wasn't a good oh, idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a whole other podcast episode. Oh In fact, a friend of mine has challenged me. He he, he was talking about how Siamese, uh, how uh, Melancholy Collie is like the best album. Best Smashing Pumpkins album ever. I was like, well, it's very good. It's, but it's, it's no Siamese dream. And uh, I used the same argument, you know, like they just really needed to do a better edit job on that, just like Guns N' Roses. So I think we should do a podcast <laughs> on Siamese dream versus melancholy and yes. strip melancholy down to like 12 tracks. The Battle of Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. It's on. Kino. I will be there. Get it. Right. All right. So what so do you choose for you? For- Put out knocking on heaven's door and November rain, but I went with November rain because it's a GNR track. <laughs> and knocking on heaven's door, <laughs> and uh, you know the video, which we all get <laughs> like, um, which Fair is so point. great. I nearly put knocking on heaven's door versus um, live and let die, and I thought no, that's a bit wrong. <laughs> but it's another problem with Guns and Roses. Like that's too mm. many cover versions on like one album. I, I might have suggested you could be mine because of the Terminator 2 and the whole 90s thing. But I think I think November, November Rain deserves it. And I think most people would equate that with the 90s. So, so. V-Long intro. But it is it's actually great. So Yeah, amazing video. I mean, for all the wrong reasons, but incredible video. I could watch that forever. <laughs> it is. That and don't oh, cry. I Along there, sometimes I forget we're doing a podcast, and literally no one on the planet uh, needs to hear me sing ever. Even my kids like cover their ears and scream and run from the room when I do. Same here. Not about your singing, <laughs> about mine. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're I not starting the band anymore. <laughs> <laughs> or are we? Danny Lou. Courtney can do it. One of my favourite bands can't sing. Charge me. <laughs> Robert Smith, Ian Brown, they all did super well without being able to sing. God, he, t- he takes his sweet time getting there, though, doesn't he? God, that's another one. Stone Roses we haven't covered. I'm going to make you talk about Stone Roses. 
Yeah. Oi, mad for it, me. Lived in bloody Manchester, didn't I? <laughs> and I'm going to make you do the whole episode in a manga accent. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> All right. V is for versus. Yeah. Another Pearl Jam. Sorry, guys, but we're trying to get it out of our system. You know what I mean? No, I don't apologize. I mean, well, we shouldn't apologize because there's there's many more albums to come. We are more than happy to do it. But um, so I think you put forward um, Animal and Review Mirror. And I think my choices would probably have been Go and Review Mirror. So I guess that means it's Review Mirror. <laughs> I'm running out of the room right now. <laughs> No, I wish I'd taken a drive today. Instead, my husband made us run to Brighton Marina which is an eight-mile round trip, right? And it was so miserable by the time we got there. This is with the kids. So imagine this is this is the kids on the bikes and us running. And it just started raining once we got there and, you know, blowing a bit of a gale as well. And so we just had to get a McDonald's, which was only open for drive-through. <clears throat> and you're not technically allowed to get a McDonald's drive-through unless you're driving a car through it. You know, fair enough. <laughs> But, uh, so you rocked up on the bike. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I stayed over there. Oh, God, Brighton Marina, it's so, um, I don't know, how can I put this diplomatically? Like, it's not the most inspiring place, is it? Um, it's an industrial estate. Right, me into this. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, my husband left me with, uh, with the kids on the bikes, like just outside, like basically the entrance of the car park. And a dog came along and peed by the wall, and it was just really unpleasant. Whilst we waited um, for our for our Big Macs, totally negating any of the health benefits that we got from the bloody run and cycle. Uh, and Lizzie, we you to- ran to McDonald's so you could buy a Big Mac. Yeah. <laughs> I think I inhaled it as well because I was so cold. I had to get my hands out of my gloves, so I inhaled it because my fingers were like burning because they were that cold. And um, yeah, and then I had indigestion the whole run back as well. So, um, mm, yeah, anyway, um, sorry, that was a total irrelevant aside. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Eddie's talking about taking a drive. <laughs> Have I just talked all the way you through? Didn't drive, ran. <laughs> <laughs> that can be your first track. I ran to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> okay, our last letter is W, which was very recent and it was Wayne's World. Tell us, Hannah. What are we finishing this season, this this volume one of Society Owes Me a Gen X podcast? What is, what's bringing us home? Uh, well, it's got to be um, Feed My Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it to you. Uh, it's got to be Bohemian Rhapsody. Yay! Is this the not strictly 90s, but as you pointed out, it was re-released in, the 90s. re-released in 1991 and spent five weeks in number one. I never thought we'd have a Queen track on our pod, I'll be honest. But I do love this track. 
pretty Gen X, I reckon. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a part of our childhood because it was in the charts. I didn't know. Well, well I, mean, yeah. I probably and didn't know he was dead, but definitely a part of it. Oh, did you used to watch Gladiators? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, didn't they have another one, Bite to Dust, on that? Weren't there a few Queen tracks? Yes. Yeah. So good. You know, I met um, Jet out of, what was it? Jet and what was one of the guys around the same time that Jet was? It? My brother used Wolf? to really love Jet. Wolfstein. No, not Wolf. Wolfstein. Um, Cobra. Cobra. They were doing a <laughs> signing at a garage forecourt in uh, in Maidenhead. Oh, my days. <laughs> my, I, I reckon I've got a photo of it, actually, somewhere. Is that near Marlow? Check it out. It, 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 yeah, it's um, not as classy as Marlow, but uh, yeah, yeah, other side of the border in uh, in Berkshire, not Buckinghamshire. I, I'm not from Marlow or Maidenhead. I'm, I might add, I'm from Cookham. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's so good. I bought this single for Jane for Easter. Or maybe I didn't buy it. Maybe she just had it. She also had the Beautiful South. Do you remember that? You probably beautiful, don't. Actually. Of course I remember the Beautiful South. Yeah, but that particular song that was number one. Which one there? Uh, A Little Time, it was called. Oh, yeah. Played that to death. That's what it reminds me of. Jane's house and listening to um, like uh, singles, you know, on a. They weren't tapes, they were the little mini records. Yeah, 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 yeah. What, like the seven inch? Yeah, little, little teeny ones. Yeah. I've got my mum's oh. collection up in the loft somewhere. Here we go. Mama! Um, which Guns N' Roses track do you think they could have possibly had in mind? Because it was originally supposed to be a Guns N' Roses track for that headbanging scene in Wayne's World. Um, maybe Welcome to the Jungle? Maybe. I mean, a, a lot of central choices, but yeah, just would have made that. Would have made Wayne's World's legacy just so different. Would have. Well, this is, um, this is a very dramatic way of signing off, isn't it? Bohemian Rhapsody as we sign off. <laughs> <laughs> Will you do the pandango? Yeah, okay. Morning. Thanks, Hannah, for getting me through the last six months of um, lockdown boredom. Right back at you. It's been, <laughs> it's been fun. So, um, I've loved it. And thanks so to everybody who's... Um, followed us on Instagram and sent us messages and uh, to the lovely other podcasts that we've got to know, um, Juvenalia and um, Soundtrack. Band podcast, Soundtrack cast. Yeah. Um, yeah, just all you guys are amazing. And uh, we will see you in volume two. Yeah, we're going to take a little break, aren't we, for a week or two and come back A2X again. That's right. <laughs> right, on that note. Ta-ta for now. Bye. Bye. So you think you can stop me